He's blonde and bitchin'. She's sporty and sassy. Together, they're perfectly imperfect. It's Jesse and Jenna's messy podcast. Cheers! <laughs> She's ready, and Kimmy is Ottawa's dancing diva extraordinaire. This Asian sensation was Miss Capital Pride in 2018, making her Canadian capital city royalty. Words cannot describe the energy and passion Kimmy brings to the stage with her gender-bending performances. And she's joining us today to talk about life as a strong trans woman, and specifically what it's like on the dating scene. Does she date straight men, gays? We're here to talk about it. Hello, Kimmy! Woo! Hi! You're doing your makeup. Are you getting ready for a show after this? Oh, no. I was just like, um, you know, trying to take out the oil in my face. (laughs) She's doing what girls do, you know? Whenever you're sitting there talking on the phone, you're doing something. Whether it's plucking your eyebrows or playing with your hair. You're just doing something. Mm Mm-hmm. So we're coming off Ottawa's Pride Week. I know you were busy, busy, busy. Speaking of Dancing Diva, you were out there almost every day, every night. Yes, I was performing six days straight. So my body's feeling like it's about to fall off. Well, and you've been training pretty hard too, haven't you? I've noticed a few Instagram stories and stuff of you in a dance studio. Oh, yes. Um, I had like a few rehearsals with my dancers and it was totally last minute. So we had to do it. You have dancers? Yeah, like I have backup dancers. Oh, girl. Like, wow. (laughs) <laughs> oh come on jenna are you not watching the i mean spicy like noodles? that is like move over britney spears like you've got, <laughs> you've got your own troop poor britney britney's been moved over okay <laughs> <laughs> Poor britney. <laughs> yeah the dancers you're feeding them spicy noodles got to keep those carbs up yes i was because um i have this like thing every tuesday where like i would go live and eat like anything spicy and it's mainly noodles because a lot of people find it like more exciting if it's noodles i was like okay i will do every tuesday and since that time i was rehearsing with my dancers i was like how about you guys join me for a challenge and they were like i'm up for it so i'm like okay now are you you're southeast asian are you vietnamese filipino no i'm filipino filipino so you already like your spice Yes, I do. <laughs> so you put those poor little white boys, you knew, you knew that they were not going to be able to handle it, but you did it anyways. <laughs> Honestly, like I asked them like I few times, I was like, are you sure you guys are going to be okay with this? They were like, oh no, we'll be fine. I'm like, okay, all right. But then when they <laughs> You it, should make like, me do that. I should, I should. Jenna's half Japanese. I bet you you could handle the spice. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's built into your system. Yeah. Right. I don't even know if he could eat kimchi without needing a few glasses of milk. I don't. And I watch those lives you do because there's something about, it's very fascinating. And I'm like, does she have an OnlyFans where you like eat different shit and people (laughs) pay you? Because it's it's very hypnotizing to watch you eat those noodles, even though it's kind (laughs) of gross at the same time. I'm a fan of the noodle eating. (laughs) Yeah. Jenna's like, not me. (laughs) Jenna doesn't like mouth noises. Every time I go on YouTube, that's, like, the first thing that I would search. Like, anything that's, like, um, a new challenge for, like, a noodles that would be, like, you know, like, really spicy. There's this thing called, like, the whole um, ghost pepper noodles. I would love to try that one next. So you've never had a ghost pepper? No, not the noodles one. We tried a little bit of ghost pepper a long time ago. Chocolate-covered ghost pepper. I think I tried, like, not even, like, a fingernail size worth of... And, man, that thing... Burnt. Like that was just straight heat, no flavor, mm-hmm. just straight heat. And I felt it for a long time. One of the guys we used to work with, Johnny Novak, 
decided, oh, I'm going to be a big tough guy and ate a whole piece. That poor boy, I guarantee it hurt him to poop for a couple oh, yeah. days. Oh my God. Now he's no Yeah, it'll be a bottom. challenge. Right, exactly. <laughs> but you sometimes finish, like, I'll watch you put two whole packs and you finish them. And I'm like, look at her body. This bitch is eating two packs of noodles. I can't even have a bite of bread or I blow up. <laughs> Good metabolism. Um, I'm actually trying so hard to, like, gain a little bit of weight because, like, you know, like, you know, the guys like them booties. But then mm -hmm. um, for some reason, I just don't really gain weight. So, like, I'm just going to be like, well, you know what? I'm just going to accept the fact that I'm going to be forever a skinny bitch. It's time to embrace your Asian booty. We all got, I got an yeah. Asian booty too. My mom has an Asian booty. I've got an yeah. Asian booty. We just, we just got to embrace it at one point. Yeah. <laughs> I love, anybody listening to this is like, Anne, I don't feel bad for you at all. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> crazy okay so let's jump into this dating because i you're newly single i think it's yes, important to, uh right off the bat when talking about trans dating to highlight that gender and sexuality are very different and i'm that may seem like common sense to us but a lot of people especially in the straight community confuse the two and they can't understand why somebody would be trans and still attracted to men or like vice versa right uh, yeah so they're very different it is. Um, there's this whole, uh, like, you know, mindset of people, especially in the straight community, that um, they assume that if a guy would date, a straight guy would date a trans woman, they always assume, like, oh, you're gay. Because they either, like, the trans woman either have a penis or a vagina. They're either, like, a pre- or post-operation. And um, they always assume that it's gay because, you know, biologically born as a male. And I'm like, no, it is not. Like, I think what, like, you know, defines your sexuality is about your, who you're attracted to, I find. Um, if guys are attracted to feminine, which is trans women are feminine, I think there's, are they straight? I don't think it makes them gay just because, um, you know, a trans woman happens to have a penis. Interesting. So it's more like people are attracted to energy than a body part is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Because um, if I were to ask them before, I was like, what if there's a man standing right in front of you that has a vagina? Will you fuck him? And they'll be like, no, because I'm not attracted to men. I'm like, exactly. Because I don't think what matters is between the legs. It, what matters is like who you are attracted to. Right. But that must be really hard to like convey when you're dating as a trans woman. Yeah, like, I have to, like, answer this question all the time. And there's this whole question every time, like, you know, it's a first date. It's, like, you have to ask them. They, they ask me, it's, like, oh, like, are you, like, you know, have you done your operation? Have you done, like, you know, boob surgery and everything? And it's just, like, it's exhausting. Like, you know what I mean? Like, keep doing those, like, questions that is just, like, yeah, repetitive. So is there a time, then, when it would be appropriate to bring that up when dating? Um. Yeah, there is. I feel like I would um, rather talk about it when it's like, when there's actually like a, a good chemistry or a connection with somebody that it's like you're willing to talk about so, like personal things. But I feel like dating is more like getting to know each other personally. Like if you guys will connect or not. So it's not something on the first date or even like before you even go on that first date, but through communication, if you're using a dating app or whatever, is that something you just get out right away or do you wait a little bit? Um, well, usually, like, I just close it on my bio that I'm trans because Great. I don't want to, like, you know, trick somebody if they think that I'm really, like, a full-on woman. And I'll be like, yeah, like, full disclosure, it, like, I'm a trans woman. And whoever, like, would, you know, be interested and message me and 
saying, um, yeah, I would love to meet up with you and get to know me. And um, I'll be like, sure. But usually, like, first of all, I would talk about, like, you know, like, what did they do for job? Like, you know, like, the everyday life and, like, just getting to know each other. But when it comes to, like, my, you know, my as a trans woman myself, like, about the serious topics, I'd rather talk about it in, like, if there is actually a connection or, like, I don't, it doesn't matter to me if it's on the first day or second day. But if I click with someone, I don't mind talking about those things. Is the reason that you like to dive right deep into, I mean, everybody does that on a first date. You get to know someone right away. But because I hear that there's, when it comes to trans dating, there's a difference between people that fetishize trans women and then those Mm -hmm. that don't care and just want to find a special person regardless of what. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that's also one of the reasons why I don't talk about those like um, genitalia stuff, like um, the, like you know the whole surgery um, statuses, because if they ask right away, I feel like they're just like wants to know if you are like pre or post, and um, usually guys that are fantasizing trans women or just really want to try new things, they want to meet somebody who still have the penis because, you know, they're with somebody who's a female, but at the same time, they can explore the sexuality at the same time. And, um, yeah, I tend to not talk about it because I try to, like, like, um, I guess, test people if they're just there to, like, you know, use me for their fantasy or, like, if it's the person is actually there for a real connection. So for you, there's a lot more, um, like, not monitoring, but there's a lot more, what's the word I'm looking for? Filtering that you yeah. have to do prior to even thinking about giving that person an opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Right. Because, um, to be honest, when it comes to dating as a trans woman, it's really hard because... Um, they tend to care about too much, like, what people think about, the like, the guys. Like, they think about, like, you know, like, oh, what's my friends gonna, like, you know, like, think about me or, like, their, their parents, their relatives or whatever. They think about those whole things. But when it comes to hookup, it is easy for trans because they pretty much, guys are just really good behind closed doors. Right. And, um, and they've been fantasizing it for a long time. So once they have an opportunity to, um, you know, get a hold with someone who's trans, like, for, it's mostly about, you know, trying out things. So dating is harder. Well, also, sorry. Also, I was going to say, not only are you a trans woman, but you're also Asian trans woman. So now you have double fetish people coming after you. Exactly. Because I know that I remember I was talking to a guy and he said to me, I've never been with an Asian. I want you to be my first Asian. And it was the biggest turnoff I've ever had in my life. Because I was like, this, I found it so creepy. he thought it'd be a compliment. And he thought it would be a compliment. So you're dealing with double. So now I get why you're going to have to filter and ask a lot of questions. I actually talked about this with one of my um my friend who is also Asian and he keeps getting messages like on like you know Grinder or like any other dating sites about just him being Asian and like people wanted to try him just because he's Asian it's like that's honestly like so unfortunate because like we're here to look for a real connection while at the same time these people are just like here for us for like a fantasy or just wanted right. to try us You're exotic yeah. you have good food yeah i know yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's all true. But I'm also yeah. really smart and funny. I think that's an important message, no matter what you're dating or what your orientation is, is that it should be about connection. And when you talk about people bringing up your genitals, that reminds me on Grinder, 
of among gay guys, the top or bottom thing, as if that's like an expected just top or bottom and you have to come out with an answer. And yeah. for me, I'm like, well, it could be either or depending on the connection. Every mm -hmm. man has the ability to do both. So I don't yeah. like having to decide. I know it's not even close to the same thing as talking about a trans person's genitals. But it's just that, you know, initiation that isn't appropriate. It's about exactly. focusing on the details that really, yeah, they have to do with the person, but they really don't in yeah. the grander scheme of things. Like, yeah, okay, we've figured out what sex is going to be like, but what is coffee? What's dinner going to be like? What's, you know, vacations going to be like together? Yeah. You know, that's the kind. I don't think you sh everyone should be asking a lot more filter questions when we date. Yeah. Yeah. And two bottoms can still have a lot of fun together. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. So, Kimmy, is there a difference between being genderqueer and gender fluid and non-binary? Because I don't even know the answer. Maybe you don't either. <laughs> I don't. I actually don't. It's very confusing. And this is why I want, we can edit this out, but we probably won't. Um, well, I think it's important, like, as everyone wants to be more understanding and you know be more like less biased when it comes to sexuality and gender identification yeah like i think it is important to say that there is some confusion even amongst the community itself i think there's just too many terms because i really do think gender queer gender fluid and non-binary are the same thing I, that's what i'm i'm going out on a limb and come at me trolls if i'm wrong but i think they're the same thing yeah but, but you are fully transgender. How old were you when you decided or realized that you were transgender? So I actually came out to my mom first. I was like about eight and I asked her, why do I have a penis? And Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And um, she just said, because you're a boy. And I was like, no, I feel like a woman. Like, I want to have long hair, wear a skirt, like, you know, wear like woman things, like wear makeup on. And while she was getting ready at the same time for work, I was talking to her and she was like, here, have some of my foundation, put on lipstick. And Aww. I remember, yeah, I remember putting on my PJs as my hair. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, that was it was very um, easy, but it was more like um, my dad and my granddad who was um really hard on me when it when it comes to like my coming out because um we had a whole reputation to live up to knowing that um I grew up in a very politician like you know like family like they're very strong politics like my granddad used to be the mayor of the place where I grew up to so like they have this whole like you know mindset of like oh we have to keep our you know family like as you know like con like out of controversial issues or whatever and so, like, what they did to me is they had to put me to, like, um, uh, seminary school to, like, become a priest. I was going to say a lot of yeah. uh, Filipino families are very Catholic. Very yeah, Catholic. and um, it was, like, a way of them, like, converting me back to become straight, which was, like, didn't really happen. <laughs> and um, I was there for about, like, a year and a half. And wow. wow. Yeah. And um, I did something stupid for me to get kicked out. So that actually worked. And they But what did you do? You're going to gloss over the best part of the story? I got kicked out of my college dorm for something. I got kicked me. out of Catholic school, too. Okay, you do? so what I did actually was, like, worse than that. Because every time... Because, like, being feminine and being li li literally flamboyant in that um, um, seminary school is, like, they won't kick you out. Because I feel like, like, they're, you are there for a reason. They're trying to convert you back. So what I did was, like grab the priest like every priest dick ah! like who i ever passed by in the hallway 
And they didn't like it? No. <laughs> not when other people are around. Oh, right, Justin. right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, not when other people are around. Because right. I know a few of them actually poked on me when the lights were off. Exactly. Because mm -hmm. um, there was no woman in there. Right. That must have been really hard for your mom because she obviously, mothers know best, you know? Yeah. Uh, my mom uh, been in Canada for um, uh, 17 years and she moved here before us. So um, when, during that time when it happened, she was already here. So the only thing she could tell me is like, give me advice. So like, just be a good person, right. like, you know, keep strong. And also like, um, in that play, uh, in the seminary school, we were not really allowed to connect with the outside world all the time. We were not allowed to have technologies, no phones, nothing, no connections with the parents. We only have um, about two days in one year to have like a homecoming and that's about it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So you grabbed the wrong priest and he said, that's it. I'm taking her to the office or him at mm -hmm. that point. And, yeah, uh, I remember it was like one of the most embarrassing thing that ever happened in my family. They were like, oh, you are such an embarrassment to this family and everything like that. Everyone knew about the issue. And I was like, you know what? I don't think it's my fault. You guys put me in that situation and I didn't want to go. So. Well, I was going to say, didn't your mom know that you were doing it to get kicked out? Like when Jenna brought up your mom, I thought that's where she was going. Like your mom knew what you were doing. Um, my mom honestly was like, well, you did that, but in the future, trust me, you're just going to be guys chasing you. Aww, <laughs> and there are. I've seen some of them. You know, it was just time for you to really grab it by the balls and, <laughs> yeah. you know, take control of your life. Mm -hmm. It's funny, but it's true. You did. That's exactly yeah. what you did. Um, How old yeah, were you? It was just a way of me. It was just a way of me to get kicked out. Like, I really needed to, like do something about it because I felt like I was really trapped and I wasn't right. living my authentic self. Right. Um, so you're a trans woman on this budding, incredible drag queen scene we have here in Ottawa. In the past two years, I have seen the entire scene, not just yourself, but all the other queens, all the other sisters improve like incredibly. Like, I have Thank seen you. some transformations that are just great. I think Ottawa's drag scene is going to be a, a one to watch, at least, like, this coming year, even. At least half of it, anyway. Being a trans woman in drag, do you ever face some challenges from the a other A lot, teams? actually. A lot, actually. I don't try to make it really obvious and, like, you know, be vocal about how, it like, how I feel towards, you know, like, the whole me um feeling a little bit of a like you know like i guess mis like feeling mistreatment about right being trans and a drag performer because there's this whole like you know mindset of people like oh like drag race don't even accept like trans women to compete and like everyone in the industry like in the drag industry not everyone but like um there's there's quite a few people who don't really think that I should be a drag performer because I'm trans. They, they keep saying like, oh, it's unfair because you're already feminine enough and you live as a woman every day. Like they don't see the illusion, which is for me, I don't think drag is still an illusion and involved and involved a lot like during like throughout the years. And it's more like an art form now. Well, if a trans woman can't be a drag queen, then I guess a cis woman can't be. So goodbye, Al Fakwa and all yeah. these other great ones that are bio queens. And if Jenna does yeah. drag, she'd be a bio queen. So, like, mm -hmm. where do you draw the line? And I think drag is embracing everybody now. Anybody yeah. can be a drag queen. Exactly. So, like, I face a lot of challenges when it comes to that. Because especially when I started, like, um, 
bio queens wasn't like you know a big thing before then and as a trans woman when i started i was one of um, the few in the city that was like very very active during that year and i know few people who are like performers as well that would be like nah we don't really consider her as a drag queen we don't book her and even up till now uh, when it comes to like drag shows drag shows they'd rather hire someone who was like you know like a boy transforming into a woman which is like okay if that's their preference but it sucks because like you know we need more trans performers um drag kings bio queens to um you know, to perform more for inclusivity. Right. So RuPaul's Drag Race, they don't accept. They've had one trans woman on the American show. I can't remember her name is. She was also Asian too. Yeah. Oh, but, Gia Gunn. That's yes. It. But when she competed, the first time she competed, she wasn't out as a trans woman yet. No. So and, um, you're right. There hasn't been a trans no, woman drag queen. I heard some like few, um, you know, well, read some on reddit it was like a little bit of a you know tea about her getting on the show being invited back for all stars that it was like during um few weeks after when rupaul got into a very um controversial issue when he was vocal about not inviting trans women to the show um and so then he apologized about it and a few weeks later it was a filming for all stars so they invited gia to i guess like cover up and you know, to clean up the whole mess. Public relations. Of, yeah. And so that's why she was a little bit mean in the show because, like, she felt like she was just there to clean up RuPaul's mess. Right. Mm. Which, I mean, is a very fair, yeah. fair guess. You that know? actually helps yeah. you understand her because we were watching and I was kind of oh, like, I don't I, like I her. couldn't stand her. I she was, was like, mean. She's too mean. She's too much. You know, I love drama. Everyone loves drama when you watch a show like that. But her yeah. was just too much. It was always just so negative. And I was like, okay, like, don't be so mean and grumpy. Yeah. Don't be a it bitch also, and funny. Yeah. It was also on Reddit, like, saying um, the whole time, um, you know, there was a snatch game and there was no run through the workroom because they usually go through every table and ask, cool, which one is your character? And that didn't happen on that All-Star season because apparently there was a whole, like, you know, back and forth um, argument with Gia and Bupal about the whole issue. Oh, wow. So they cut it yeah. all out. Mm-hmm. That's the shit you leave in for ratings. What are they, dumb? <laughs> Hello. Okay, so uh, then how do you feel about, have you read, maybe you haven't even heard about this, this recent surge of certain uh, women, we'll call them Karens, who are saying that trans women can't call themselves women because they don't menstruate or they weren't born as women. So it's not fair to say you're a woman. You can say you're a trans woman, but you'll never, ever be a woman. Yeah. Do you agree with that? No, I do not. Because, for example, if their name is Karen and they're going to be like, my name is Karen, well, I can call you something else because I don't, I don't see you as a Karen. You know what I mean? It's like the same thing as like that. It's yeah. your own identification and how exactly. you identify. Exactly. So go so, shove it, Karen. Well, I just, yeah. I've never understood that. I, you know what? Those Karens that say that, in my opinion, are very insecure about their own sexuality. Because yeah. if I'm secure as a woman, like I am, and that's how I identify, always have. Yeah. So however someone else identifies does not matter to me because it doesn't affect me in any sort of way. Exactly. And um, I don't know why a lot of these people complain a lot about them. Like, I mean, about like trans people wants to be identified as, you know, like as their um, preferred pronouns. Right. 
when the fact that it's like they should be thankful that they're not in that kind of situation that they don't have like to face a struggle or any hardships in life to be facing that kind of issue every day Right, Karen, the hardest thing you did was when you changed your name to your married name and had to tell everyone yeah. <laughs> that you corrected it. Calm down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it is a small small population of Karens that feel that way, but yeah, it's got, that's a very good point. But and there's also, a larger population of Kens that feel that way as <laughs> well, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Is Ken the male Karen? I thought it was like Kyle or something. Kyle. <laughs> Ken's too sexy. <laughs> Have, do, you, do you ever find that you get more negative reactions from women or men like identifying women or men like homophobia you mean yeah like transphobia transphobia. yeah um i get a lot on the older um male um yeah i i do get that a lot because i feel like they're just a little bit behind on everything and you know and they believe in the whole like masculinity if you're gonna be a you know so yeah i get more on the um the the older side of um male that That's makes a, that makes me really happy as a woman to hear that that you that it's yeah. not your fellow women yeah. hating on your shit. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, I mean, I fathers. I'm sure there are. Oh, oh I'm, I'm sure there are, but there is a lot of like this, you know, unfortunately when it comes to like trans women, um, it tends to be like a little bit of a competition because there's this whole like, you know, feeling of you like being a little bit down. Like, for example, if I was like, you know, to meet somebody who's also trans like in a gathering and they tend to compare themselves to each other as like who's more feminine who's more like you know and it's just like it sucks because it makes them feel a little bit masculine if they're not too feminine right. being compared to the other trans woman and it's just like makes them a little bit of a it makes a little bit of a competition and it sucks because like we try to like you know like um connect each other and build like a stronger right. community like a trans community but at the same time, they don't want to associate themselves because to them, like, oh, I don't want to associate with her because she looks better than me. And it just sucks. Cause- that's, that's women in general, too. Yeah, I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. Like, you know, that competition, women always compete against each other. Always yeah. have, always will. You always feel that weird, like, I need to be prettier or I need to be skinnier or I need yeah. to have more friends. It's always, it's been like that, you know, Forever. since I can remember, even in preschool, like, yeah. my word. Women, we need to start banding together. Jeez, well, yeah. I think women and gay men are very similar in that way. It's like we're competitive, but then we also support each other, but yeah. only as long as you're below me, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but you know what's interesting about the old guys that are transphobic to you is I bet they're only transphobic when they find out you're transgender, but before they know, they probably think you're hot and they're checking as they drive by. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That must feel nice. <laughs> Um, well, definitely, I have, you know, met somebody who um, didn't really know exactly what trans mean. So, um, I know, um, this was, like, when I was new in Canada, and I turned 18, so I was like, okay, I'm I'm qualified not to join dating sites. And so, like, I didn't have that much friends back then, so I was like, you know what, my high school friends are not existent anymore, like, they don't really contact me, so I was like, I'm gonna start building new friends. Um... So, like, I met this guy. He was also new, and he was older from Afghanistan. So, that was a little bit of a, you know... Culture. A little, a little bit of a dangerous game that I was playing, knowing yeah. the fact that he didn't knew about it. So, um, but I put it on my bio. I disclosed it fully that I'm a trans woman, whatever. And so, like, we met up, and on, I guess that was, like, the third date. And there's just, you know, like, a little bit of kissing, kissing happened, and something got excited. And, <gasps> um... <laughs> 
yeah and he was like he was like can i see like you know your pussy and i was like um what do you mean like it's just the same thing as yours he was like what do you mean it's the same thing as mine i'm like i told you i'm trans and he was like yeah that means you like boys and girls i'm like oh my god oh no i know and we were like in the middle of like but fuck nowhere that time and it was just like so scared that he would just like you know drop me off in the car and get eaten by wolves or something like bears or and become violent like, violent against you exactly and i was just like so scared about it and i was like and i was just like well like you know i tried to like tone down the um the topic or like the the tension i was just like yeah i like girls and boys like pretending to be like you know, a lesbian just for my safety. I was like, yeah, like girls and boys, like I have a pussy and everything. And then like, I call, I, I texted my friend at the same time. I was like, pretend to be my mom, call me right now, say that it's emergency and whatever. So like, she called me, she got my ass out of there. And it was one, literally one of the, um, the worst experience I've ever had in my life. And right now, every time I meet up with someone, I just like, make sure it's like, do you know what trans woman means? Right. Not only that, but like, it's just being a, tr being trans in general does you got you have to be very concerned for your safety at times yeah. because you don't know what people's ulterior motives are, what their beliefs are. So that would be absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Did you ever oh. tell him the truth or that was it? And you never saw him again? No, I blocked him on everything. After, that. <laughs> after I got off the car, I'm like, no more. <laughs> Wow. Do you find it uh, even more difficult to, not only because you're a trans woman, but you're a trans woman of color? It is, it is. Yeah. Especially like looking for like jobs and everything. Like I found bef like before I got my job, like it was, I applied like about 50 jobs and it was just like, especially establishments like, um, like retail and everything. They right. try to not just not hire like, I guess like trans gender people in general because they try to avoid like um, those people who are especially like a clients and there happens to be like, they happen to be transphobic and they just right. don't want to deal with those, you know, people is like, oh, I'm, you know, like, oh, you have, uh, you have a staff who's trans and I don't believe in that. So establishments rather not hire one so that they don't need to deal with all of those issues. Which is sad because that's like saying to someone who is black, like, we have a lot of racist people that come to our establishment, right. so we're not going to hire you because it's to yeah. protect you. That's a band-aid over, yeah. no, you are encouraging that phobia, exactly. that prejudice, that discrimination because yeah. you won't have to avoid confrontation. No, that's exactly. so wrong and totally. dirty. And we've it spoken to our trans friend, Lana, and she also had a very hard time finding jobs as well. Yeah, it is definitely hard. And... Um, yeah, I would just, I, thankfully, like, I had, um, I had a friend who was, happened to be close with my mom as well, so I finally got a job after that, after looking for, like, 50 jobs. Well, good for you. Okay, back to dating, because both Jenna and I are single, can't seem to get a bite, mm -hmm. and then here you come out of the woodwork, and you just dumped your boyfriend, so <laughs> you obviously know something we don't. How did you meet your last partner? Was it online? Yes, I actually met him on Grinder, and I was assuming he was gay the whole time. Because I, mainly I use Grinder to plug my shows. I'll be like, hey, like, <laughs> you guys are mainly the audience of the drag. So like drag scenes, I'll like, here, here you go. I am like hosting a drag show, whatever, whoever I find on the grid. And I literally just message all of them. And um, he responded, he was like, oh, he was a cute poster and everything. And um, the conversation kept going. And I was just like, 
Um, usually gay guys don't last having a conversation with me on Grindr because they just want to get into the game and the business of just like, you know, getting laid or like maybe they're trying to find a connection. And um, it kept going until like, it, it was like, I'm actually straight. Like I'm here to look for trans women. I'm like, well, you're in the wrong side for that because usually trans women don't use Grindr. But yeah, I was happy to be there. So yeah, it was it was a good connection at first. But then like, um, fortunately he had anger issues. So I don't feel oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. No, those are not fun at all. No. Um, do is there? Yeah. Go I was gonna say, um, are you gonna are you dating again right away? Or are you just gonna take some time like most of us do after a breakup? <laughs> I mean, there's two right now. Oh, there we this go. Bitch. Share the wealth. My <laughs> God. There's two right now that I'm like, you know, talking. And they both know that there's two of them um, that uh, I'm talking, like both of them. And um, yeah, it's pretty good so far. I don't want to jinx anything because I believe in jinxing. Um, but like everything, everything's pretty good so far. Um, there was never, ever uh, an argument yet, thankfully, because it's been like about like, you know, a month now, almost a month now that I've been talking to these people. So like, well, I kind of, yeah, it's been a month because I connected with these people like since I was still like about single when, I mean like relation in a relationship, but the relationship was kind of like falling apart. So I was like, you know, I feel like it's time for me to like start talking to somebody else, but not really do anything with them because I don't want to cheat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so, just like be friendly to people. And these people seem to have a good connection with me. So I was just like, okay, I'll keep you guys around. So I told him, like, there's two of you, and yeah, may the best gentleman win. Oh, so, okay, so you just answered my, I was going to say, maybe the next time we have you on the podcast, we'll talk about being in a trans throuple. Actually, that was my first relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really? I was in a thruple, yeah, I was in a throuple before. With two um, guys? Yes. They were wow. best friends, actually. Um, it started from a threesome, that's for sure. Um... Yeah, and the the extra one happens to have like you know started growing feelings for me, and my boyfriend was that time was just like you know what you can date her too. Like I know you, you're my best friend. Like he feels more safe, like knowing the fact that there's two guys looking up for me. I was like, okay, well I like oh. her best his best friend as well. So we lived together for about like I don't know like almost two years, and that was a fun relationship. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, so this thruple, was there's no jealousy? Like, that would be my biggest concern. There was actually no jealousy because, like, thankfully, like, it started from, like, you know, just, like, spicing things, spicing, like, you know, spice things up by, like, you know, just threesome or whatever. So, like, we were already, like, kind of, like, used to just, like, you know, like, doing all the sexual things and knowing what we're getting into. So, like, when the feelings came on, like, you know, the attachment and everything... It was kind of like um already like um a release that is like oh um, we're good with it because um we kind of like went through the whole like sexual activity without getting jealous so yeah so what ended the thruple? Mm. Um, well, it was a little bit of a conflict because they were both Russians, so like the parents were a little bit homophobic and back to the anger issues again right yeah. <laughs> and so like I was like I'm not gonna waste my time being attached to somebody who's like eventually their like their family will never accept me at all so that's, the whole time i was just pretending yeah so that's your end goal you you want to get married you want to do the whole yes white picket fence and <laughs> but you're still quite young right yeah yeah and i was like yeah that time too i was like you know why like i'm not even gonna waste my time like you know investing too much time and feelings over these people if they're, if they're not gonna be like you know accepting to me so i'd rather just like 
break it off and enjoy my youth days instead of like you know pretending to be somebody and not living my authentic self what is your ideal partner look like not look like physically but what if you could describe your ideal partner life partner okay literally my first ever like my number one um go-to is anybody who's brown i love brown guys i don't but know if that's an asian thing too there girl because i'm with you on that one yeah <laughs> I like my uh, men slightly tinted i'll see myself out <laughs> <laughs> but like i always end up with a white guy because like okay in the brown culture they tend to have like a really strong culture like either religion or like family or like just like you know cultural stuff from like from the origin that they came from and they tend to just be like about it when it's like you know if if it's something discreet or just like a whole quickie or whatever but if we're something serious like i always end up with a white guy because they tend to not care about culture too much religion like because we don't have any <laughs> <laughs> so like this is why i always end up with a, a white person actually that was brought up like few months ago saying like kimmy are you racist because we noticed you only date white guys i'm like actually that's not really true like my first like you know like my first type is always like brown but like just happens to be like they're not into me like when it comes to like serious things so right this is a whole other topic that you just brought up this accusation of racism just because you're not attracted to somebody i find that's very prevalent on grinder and in the gay community maybe in the straight world too but yeah. just because you're not attracted to someone all of a sudden you're racist like yeah i have a problem with that <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, I got that question um, a few months ago, and it was just like, no, I have a whole, whole explanation about it, but I just don't have the energy to explain it to you because I don't right. think it's part of your business. Right, and it's not. Yeah. So are there trans dating sites? I mean, obviously, you don't need them. Leave some guys for the rest of us, bitch. But <laughs> obviously, are there trans, like a grinder for trans? Um, yeah, there's this thing called Fury. Yeah, it is for, like, trans all the trans community or like for guys who's looking for um you know trans women or girls looking for trans men um we do have it but like it's pretty similar to grinder really that is everyone is just like sending nude pictures and it's like hey are you down to like you know do things right now well, there's like a just, dating app for honestly whatever anyone is into like if yeah. you you know there's dating apps for when it comes to religion like we yeah, see it on 90 true. day fiance hello yeah of course yeah i might i might join christian um mingle who knows <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's where all the bad girls are anyway right yeah. you'd fit right in trust me i went to catholic school yeah, i know that exactly. is where the bad girls are <laughs> so kimmy what's next for you in the drag world then are you go are is canada's drag race gonna accept trans we should start that petition yeah, I mean, I would really love to get on that show. Um, it would be like an opportunity for me. Um, so, um, yeah, I just really hope that they would open um, more, you know, inclusivity when it comes to like trans drag performers because there is a lot of fierce competitors. So, when it comes when, if you apply to Canada's Drag Race or Drag Race in general, do you have to tick a box that says you identify one way or the other? Um, I feel like you just have to like I guess say it like on the um on your um audition tape and I think they try to like dig as much as they can on your social media to find out about you and everything. 
Well, if you need to start a smear campaign, let me know and I will get that in motion and we will get you on that show. <laughs> Do you have any picks from the Ottawa scene that you think are going to end up on that show? Because we have one, but I want to see if it matches who you think. I, I had one like four months ago, but now I have like five of them because true. everyone yeah. is just killing the Ottawa scene right now. I really want Kiki to get on it because she builds costume like no tomorrow. So is right. Isis. So it's Isis. I live for her. Isis, she, I have seen, because I think I remember Isis at Queersphere too. Oh, yeah. Well, Isis. Isis wasn't at Queersphere, but okay. Isis has been around. You've seen Isis okay. for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of competition. Adriana can do great as well because she's also funny. She's talented. And, and um, very, she's very, um, she's, very uh, she's got very good work ethic. That's what makes yeah, me, that, my vote was Adriana because of the work ethic and like how well she's done in such a short amount of time. That really impressed yeah. me about her. Right. But mm -hmm. Kiki would be amazing. Any three of you, just put all three, please. <laughs> Why not? So it was Toronto's that. drag race this time. Yeah, we'll Ottawa. make it the Ottawa thruple. Devon as well could do great. Yes, yeah. too. All the queer yeah. sphere girls. See, we only hire the best. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Gammy, what do you have coming up? Do you have like a show every week or what do you have coming up here in Ottawa? Um, right now we don't really do like advanced like bookings because because right. of the whole um COVID. Um we just they just like um uh booked us like in like literally like in a week before the show right. because the capacity of the club right now is twenty five percent and everyone wants to see who their favorite are. So in that way the club does this whole rotation thing so that their favorite like their fan base could go whenever they're booked because it's not like the same thing as before that everyone could fit each other in one club whoever they're like you know their favorite when it comes to like queens but right now like it's so limited so like if there's people like you know a fan of me or adriana and um they, they couldn't like get into the club because it's less capacity so we have this whole rotation so that the fan base could be like okay it's my time to go this time you know what you should do is you should just do your own show on Parliament Hill because you know how like on the field you can do whatever yeah. you want, right? That's why those people have those horrible protesting signs up all the time and stuff. The only thing you can't do is you can't put any logos and you can't play music, I don't think. So well, other than that, out. well, just do it like freestyle. Yeah, interpretive dance. Yeah. I don't know. Fight <laughs> everybody out. I'd go. Me too. Right? Kimmy, you are the best. Thank you for talking to us. Uh, if you want to find Kimmy, follow her on social media. K Y M M Y. No last name anymore. She's like just Jack now. Just Kimmy. <laughs> and um, if you want to date her, you better be quick because there's two guys in line. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. I had so we, much fun. We'll get together and eat some noodles sometime. Yeah. <laughs> of I course, do. I would be down for that. All right. Cheers. cheers. Bye.